And How many I've movies have off, you seen this year? I'm only like 22, 23. I just figured mine out today when I should have been working instead. What are you at? 55. What? Brandon's at 86. <laughs> Welcome to Pulp Fiction. This week on the show, we are reviewing The Martian. My name is Brandon Rabar. I'm joined as always by Jacob Crisp and Rachel Jameson. I guarantee you that at some point, everything's going to go south on you. Ready? And you're going to say, This is it. This is how I end. Commander, Mark is dead. We have to go. Now you can either accept that, or you can get to work. This will come as quite a shock to my crewmates, and to NASA, and to the entire world. But I'm still alive. Surprise. Here's the rub. It's going to be four years for another mission to reach me. And I'm going to have designed the last 31 days. So I got to make water and grow food on a planet where nothing grows. But if I can't figure out a way to make contact with NASA, then none of this matters anyway. We've got an incoming message. Mein Gott. <laughs> Mark Watney is still alive. In your face, Neil Armstrong. There must be some kind of way out of here. Okay, so let's do the math. I have enough food to last for 50 days. He's going to starve to death long before we can help him. So, I'm gonna have to science the shit out of this. He's 50 million miles away from home. He's totally alone. What the hell is he thinking right now? I am the greatest botanist on this planet. I know how to save Mark Watney. But we need the Hermes crew. We either have a high chance of killing one or a low chance of killing six. I'm not risking their lives. It's bigger than one person. No, it's not. NASA rejected the mission. So if we do this? We're talking mutiny. If anything goes wrong, we die. Do you realize how crazy this is? We have no other option. what happens tell the world tell my family that I never stop fighting to make it home the Martian tore up the box office this past weekend made 55 million dollars um, starring of course Matt Damon and Jessica Chastain uh, directed by Ridley Scott the synopsis as this during a manned mission to Mars, astronaut Mark Watney is presumed dead after a fierce storm and left behind by his crew. But Watney has survived and finds himself stranded and alone on a hostile planet. With only meager supplies, he must draw upon his ingenuity, wit, <laughs> ingenuity, wit, and spirit to subsist and find a way to signal to Earth that he is alive. The Martian. Jacob. I know that you were super, super pumped about this movie, so I'm going to talk to Rachel first. <laughs> All right, cool. Rachel, what were your first, uh, just kind of your initial thoughts on The Martian starring Matt Damon? Initial thoughts? Yeah, just um, kind of your, your quick thoughts, and then we'll discuss. It's good. Were you excited to see it? Not really. Nah. 
I no, mean, we it's were afraid a, it was going to be too sci-fi. Uh, that was a weird th- way to say sci-fi, but um, <laughs> he should have said sci-fi. <laughs> sci-fi. Oh. Um. Well, he used hand gestures I, when he did that. I, <laughs> I don't know. Just anything. I wasn't necessarily concerned that it was going to be too sci-fi. I'm just, I don't get super jazzed about seeing things set in space. So I didn't mind seeing, I wasn't like dreading seeing it, but I wasn't like, I'm going to rush out and see this right now either. I mean, I loved Moon, which is kind of the same thing as this. Not really at all, but I mean, it's a guy stuck on a planet by himself. Right. So, um, so no, I, I, I like movies like that. I just wasn't super psyched about it and I thought it was good and. I had a couple issues with it, but overall, I thought it was a really good movie. I think I'm going to give it probably an eight. Did you all see it in 3D? No. I did not. I didn't even cross my mind. I saw it in director suites. Oh, Oh. nice. So I was in the front row, but whatever. I was still in a... You know, a chair. I saw it at AMC 10, so I had that reclining chair. Yeah. That always makes things better. Yes, it does. I saw it at Tinseltown, so I got some Starbucks. So you suck. No. (laughs) Here's a side note, a quick side note about Tinseltown. The rumor is there's bed bugs there. Really? Yeah. Now they're on your couch. No, I thought, thought, like, I had some bites on my feet, and I was like, holy crap, do I have bed bugs in my house? And then I told Beth, and she was like, oh, we had a girl, an employee at work, and the first thing the doctor asked her is if she'd been to Tinseltown. No way. Because they have bed bugs. Well, I don't typically go barefooted to the movies. So well, girls okay. wear flip flops, Brandon. <laughs> anyway, that's beside the point. Jacob, hmm. your overall thoughts <laughs> on bed bugs? <laughs> uh, no. Well, when I worked on the road a lot, I'm not going to act like I they weren't there. But, um, no, what did you think of The Martian? I, I, I really like this movie. I mean, I think y'all kind of knew that when I texted you initially. Initially. Uh, for everyone's listening, we were going to do like a, a top five list on sci-fi movies. And right after I saw this, I texted Brandon and Rachel and said, hey, this is not a sci-fi movie. This is a NASA smart, like bring your brain. They don't explain anything to you. You're supposed to ex- you know, understand how it goes along um, kind of movie. And uh, well, that's actually how I described this movie. I mean, it's just it was so fun to watch just the process of survival. And I know that we're dealing with, you know, the elements of if you were to get stuck on Mars and things like that. So, yeah, it is a science fiction element. But, like, they don't expect us to, you know, see little green men running around. And they take a practical approach, a what seems to be a, and I'm no way an astronaut, <laughs> an engineer, a rocket scientist. But they what seems to be a very smart approach to trying to survive in this situation. I just loved it. I thought the uh, I thought technically it was beautiful. I thought how they tried to. I really I should have actually. I guess we can look it up now, or I'll look it up shortly. Where they chose to film this, I'm really curious about, and I'm sure put some kind of a filter on it to make it look like a Mars type setting. You know, the the red on the blue was really pretty throughout the movie. Um, I thought the acting was fantastic. I thought Matt Damon did a great job, you know, because he can be so good at being charismatic and being cocky when he wants to. Right. Of course, I think of Goodwill Hunting when I think of those elements. Yeah. And he was so fun because he's, you know, he he guides this movie. Oh, he, yeah. He's he's the, I mean, obviously because it's 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 like, don't think that we all didn't think of um, Castaway, Castaway yeah. when watching like this Castaway movie. So how are you? You have a smart person. How are they going to make it through? You know, it's four years in Castaway, and so. Mm-hmm. 
how, what's, how long is he here for? Three years, two years in yeah, this movie? Strange, yeah, strange yeah. coincidence. Yeah. I just thought about that. But whatever. How is this smart person going to survive in this setting? So it's fun to see how his process was to do this. And, of course, yeah, coincidence that he was a botanist, but, you know, only eating off of the potatoes. Hey, by the way, we spoil things here, which if you haven't caught this on, if you are just kind of catching on to us, we do spoil a lot of things, so just be aware. Um, but, you know, eat, you know, uh, growing potatoes and you know using the idea of heat to create you know liquid and water and I, I just thought it was so smart and I think what I love the most is that it, for the most part I didn't need anything explained to us to me um, it expected me to understand and that's what's so cool about that it's doing so well at the box office right. you know that people can it makes this many sales and people can go in and they're forced to listen to science science and <laughs> and science, <bitch>. <laughs> <laughs> and and just expect that they know this stuff i love that stuff and, and this is right up my alley as far as just oh i can accept that that makes sense i went and saw it with my buddy mike who is the engineer rocket scientist buddy oh uh, yeah that, and that loves all the godfather yes and when we I left like i said guy. all right mike i said how does this translate i mean was all that stuff kind of Legit, outside of the fact, you know, this is on Mars. Like he goes, you know, actually, outside of Danny Glover's character and that whole, you know, annoying part about he's like that guy would get kicked Donald out of the Glover. room. Donald Glover, not Danny Glover, <laughs> out of Donald Glover and the whole like, you know, that whole thing. I said he would have been thrown out in the streets. But outside of that whole part of it, he said the science could make sense. It was legit. So even more so, that makes me like it. Like, obviously, I've. All around, it's it's one of my top movies so far this year. Um, I really loved it. Yeah, I liked it a lot, too. I actually liked it a lot more than I thought I would. I, I tend to be a little bit like Rachel in that I don't get super jazzed about movies um, that are sci-fi or set in space, although I'm not as against it as she is. But to me, what I liked about it so much was the fact that it was basically a survivor story. I really, really get into survivor stories, and... And it was a good one. Uh, Matt Damon definitely carries the movie. He's the, he's the focal point of the movie. Though, unlike Castaway, where it's basically just Tom Hanks deserted on an island for, for over two hours, they do a lot of cutaways to other characters, and you see NASA trying to figure out how to bring him back the whole time. And so... Oh, do you I need sound to get far away. Oh, so do I need to get closer? Probably. Yeah, it's fine. But with this, they, they cut away to NASA, and, and there's enough, like, comedy, you know, with the other characters. Uh, you don't feel like you're just watching Matt Damon for, for two and a half hours. Although, I really loved his character. Obviously, he was, he was incredibly smart, so that was his most, you know, endearing uh, trait. But the fact that he was so kind of laid back about the whole thing, and, and it provided a lot of humor... Uh, his like reactions to to things that were going on to him and things like that, uh, and the whole cast. I got to give a shout. Out. I mean, I mentioned Matt Damon, Jessica Chastain, Kristen Wiig, Jeff Daniels, Michael Pena, uh, Sean Bean is hey, in it, and celebration. he lives. A day of celebration. <laughs> Sean, Sean Bean lives. <laughs> Kate Mara is uh -huh. in it. Uh, I want to do a shout out to Chiwetel Ejiofor. I thought he was excellent. In this he, movie. Was. he was. He was. Oh, he took what it was, was really, really, really good. He took what was really a, kind of a small part that could have just been a cut and paste acting job and turned it into a really likable I'm character. just really starting to like him as an actor. Oh, he's really Not that good. I, you know, didn't like him in movies like Gangs of, or, um, oh, 
Selma? No. 12 Years a Slave. Well, I thought it was excellent in 12 Years a Slave. I'm actually thinking of more of the the one with Russell Crowe and Denzel Washington. Oh, uh, American Gangster. American Gangster. Yeah, American Gangster. Because he was just kind of coming on the scene. Yeah. But I'm really uh, starting to like him, especially because of 12 Years a Slave. Yeah. Even more so in this type of role. You're yeah. thinking of uh, David. Yeah, o- I noticed as soon as I said it, I was like, "Ah, oh, that's the other guy with the weird <laughs> yeah. name." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and despite uh, what Mike said about <laughs> about Donald Glover, I did like his character a lot, and I liked his performance in it. Uh, whether or not what he did was realistic, I don't really care about that. Oh, he was uh, kind of fun, cartoon characters. Yeah, but I mean, th- th- I'm, okay, I'm okay with that. Some yeah, people were actually bothered by it, but I'm, I was okay with it. I felt like... Because it was like the only cliche thing about the movie or whatever. Right, yeah. You know what? Something I did like that you kind of mentioned, uh, I was worried that at some point possibly they would try to take a a sci-fi angle and introduce aliens or make it good, but they never went that route. And I appreciated that because it would have been easy to, you know, have Matt Damon all of a sudden be attacked by a bunch of monsters. Uh, but overall, I really, really liked the movie. Probably liked it more than I thought I would. I would actually give it a 9 out of a 10. Uh, I really, really liked it a lot. Really, Scott can be the man. I mean, I've always been a Ridley Scott fan. I think his movies generally are pretty awesome, even the ones that don't do well. You know, Prometheus was one of my most anticipated movies the year it came out. And while I was really disappointed, I think I still saw that movie about 10 times because it's a very pretty movie. Like, he it knows is. how to make movies, especially sci-fi movies. Don't forget, this is the guy that brought us Alien, uh, Blade Runner, you know, movies like that way back in the day. So it's nice to see him come back. And yeah, while Prometheus didn't quite work out like a lot of people hoped it would, you know, he still is totally rebounding with, you know, the Martian and who knows what else he has in the future. And so, uh, you know, it just proves that he can still direct if he's given the right screenplay. Um, and you know, he just kind of still shows he's still got it. So I, I liked it for that. Right. Let's do the math. Our service mission here was supposed to last... 31 souls for redundancy they send 68 souls worth of food that's for six people so for just me that's going to last 300 souls which i figure i can stretch to 400 if i ration so i got to figure out a way to grow three years worth of food here on a planet where nothing grows luckily i'm a botanist mars will come to fear my botany powers as as far as talking about cast there was a couple of things i'd like to mention uh, i felt like jessica chastain was a little bit wasted yeah she was underused she was much she's such a great actress she's probably one of our top five working actresses right now and she didn't really have much to do really if anybody not working most talented yeah that's what i mean yeah uh She's so good, and they didn't really give her much to do. Really, anybody could have done her part. I felt like they should have. Yeah, but they gave her something at the end, though. Because I, like, I was like, why is she in this movie? But then, boom, she goes out and saves him at the end. Right. So she was giving something, but right. Now, y'all know this is based off a book that a lot of people supposedly read before it came out. Right. Um, so I think they made up that part about her going and saving the, him uh, at the end uh. of it. Just to give her something a little bit more. I, I in general, I agree with what you're saying, but... You know, yeah. At least they gave they kind of gave her something at the end. But there were a lot of characters you could say that. Well, for. that's what Kristen Wiig was, was such a weird thing, choice, Wig, and know? it's hard to take her seriously. I feel like she's trying to be taken. Well, as Kristen Wiig is just like uh, uh, Adam Scott, you know, and they're willing to take those smaller roles sometimes. Um, what was that Adventureland where Kristen Wiig was in it with? Um, 
Christmas What's his name story? from Saturday Night Live? Um, oh, are you talking about Skeleton Twins? Yeah, no, no, Adventureland. It had um, Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Kristen Stewart. Like, they're just willing to do those smaller roles sometimes. I've always right. kind of enjoyed that about actors. And right. so when Adam Scott pops up, things like that, it's like, all right, cool. They can take a step back. Uh, I know Michael Pena's not huge by any means. I actually love pretty much any movie he's in. He just yeah, has like a good. fun person. He's really likable. Sean Bean, look at that guy. Well, of course, I guess he doesn't really pack it in like, you know, just Jessica Chastain, Chastain could. Right. Maybe back in the day at some point. But I don't know. Point being is, I, I love when big name actors will take a step back and be a supporting role. I love that stuff. Oh, yeah. I like it a lot, too. I just thought that there was some it's, weird choice. It like, is strange. It, but. Uh, I was fine with them. but And then, like, the Jeff Daniels character was so weird because he was kind of painted as a bad guy, but he wasn't a bad guy. Well, it's right. because he's tormenting what's the right thing to do. Right. You know? But he's so smug about it all. There's yeah. There wasn't really very a newsroom. protagonist in this. Or an yeah, antagonist. Anti- if yeah, there was, was, it was him. But it was very yeah. newsroom Yeah, but it was, right. yeah. You know, as far as his character. I never yeah. really saw him as a bad guy. He was doing what needed to be done. Right. I mean, he was concerned. For PR purposes, are we going to spend this kind of money to go save this guy? Right. And, yeah, I agree. And I get that. Yeah. He was just doing it in such a jerkwaddish way. He just had no emotion over it. You know, he yeah. was keeping his emotions out of it. So it's like, it's like, you know, hey, dude. By the way, I looked it up. This movie was filmed in Hungary and Jordan. Oh. Which yeah, that is makes sense. so... Bizarre, so random to me, but yeah. um, anyway, just there's a quick note for you. Uh, yeah, but going back to Jeff Daniels, I mean, I, I get his role, but in the end, you know, it all worked out and everyone gave high fives. And so, in a way, you know, it's a, it's, it's also a feel good movie, shot well, good story, smart story. It doesn't ask us to, you know, it doesn't explain anything to us. Uh, these are the kind of movies that I love to watch, and and uh, I. I really enjoyed it. It was a good Survivor movie. I, uh, like I said, I'm it wasn't a big much fan of a sci-fi to me. To me, it was just more it wasn't science. It wasn't really smart. a sci-fi science. Movie. <laughs> um, here, here's here were my couple of issues with it, and maybe that's. I mean, all the things that you're saying is true. Really smart, beautiful, well acted movie. Um, I had issues in the fact that I never really felt like he was going to die at any point. I was never concerned yeah. about him actually dying or getting I left up there, totally. and so it never. Whenever big things would happen, I was never like, oh, my gosh, he might die. No, he, yeah. wasn't, he wasn't ever going to die. It That's never true. gave me that suspense of, like, is he going to survive this? I agree not? with that. Like, I never um, – it was never super intense because of that. Right. And at least Gravity, which I didn't like, there was still some suspense, like, is, is she going to die? Same thing with the Interstellar. Or, is he going to make it through this right. fourth dimension? So and- I, I felt like that was missing. And I also – like, I like that he stayed positive and stuff. But it was almost too much. Like, I right. never felt emotionally attached to him because he never broke down. Yeah, he, he never, never really felt, had a mental breakdown outside of when he... never really felt like he, he was going to die. Except yeah. for when his plants got exposed to the right. air and they froze and he... And, he was, and that was more That was like cool, that. but that was not like the two-year breakdown that we kind of saw in Castaway. Right. right. Where, like, he was super quiet, reserved. You right. He was more methodical, things like that. You never really saw that in this, in this movie. I, I completely agree with that. Yeah, and that was a wasted opportunity. One for Matt Damon's acting, but really, like you said, to you know, as an audience, have fear that your main character is going to either die or you know something. Well, even I, something I where if, feel- if he was left, you know, he's isolated and all this for however amount of time that he was before he got communications up. Like, would you kind of st- yeah start going stir crazy or a little bit nuts or his yeah, like character was, was 
He was pretty chill Consistent about everything the, the whole entire time. time. Yeah, all we ever really saw was a digital version of what I believe is probably somebody else's body when he lost the weight. Yeah, that definitely. You know, but that's still he was still kind of the cocky, like right. you know, I'm positive guy. Yeah. I completely agree with you on that, Rach. That's a good point. So he was that guy. So that because of those things, it like wasn't. I didn't think this was like a super stellar, awesome movie. I thought it was definitely a good movie, and I think everybody should see it. Was there anything um, else though? No, I, th- th- I think those, those were, are really two. Those were my two main things, points. is because. Because you're interested in the science, and that's what really grabs you. But what grabs me is I want to feel some sort of emotional connection, and I didn't ever feel a human a bi- response. I liked him. I thought he was charming, and he was fun, and he was really smart. But I never felt like some sort of emotional connection to him. I completely agree with that. All like, right, like, let me, like, I'm gonna, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Well, uh, another thing that I thought was interesting, I, I think that everything Rachel said was was great because I did feel that way, and that's probably probably could have been a ten to me had there been some sort of had I ever feared that he was actually going to die or or anything, or had he gone to the brink, to the edge, and lost it, and those types of things. Um, the other thing I thought was interesting, though, as far as an emotional connection, they it's like they purposely didn't give him a wife, a family, right. kids. Like, in all these movies, you always, you know, they always, he's going to be looking longingly at, his, yeah, at a picture of his wife. Too. But I thought it was cool, though, that they, that they didn't do that stereotypical thing that all these, whether it's a survivor movie or a movie like Independence Day or something like that, where you know somebody's going to die and like they're, they're worried about their family. It was never that. He was worried about his parents and what are they going to think about his, their son dying. Uh, but but that was really the only connection he had. To and home. he had a connection that to the, the crew. crew. I liked his yeah. connection yeah. to the yeah, crew. Yeah, which was really cool. When he got, there was some good camaraderie well, yeah, there. When he got upset that they didn't know and all that, I really liked those scenes like, where yes. they bleeped out all of his stuff. Yeah, <laughs> that, was, that was good. <laughs> that was really funny. Um, all right, well, I have a question for each of you. I'm going to start with you, Rachel. As far as survival tactics go, how long do you think you could last on Mars by yourself? Oh, I'd be dead as soon as I ran out of food <laughs> or if anything went wrong. Um, I, I wouldn't last very long at all. I'd last until the rations were gone and as long as like nothing made a hole in there, we'd be fine. You could survive on Ab- ABBA. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Good soundtrack, by the way. Good soundtrack of this yeah, movie, by the way. Yeah, it was a great way. soundtrack and I love the recurring joke. I really yeah. love the recurring joke with yeah. that, too. How about you, Brandon? How long do you think it would take uh, you? No, I would ration. I think I'd do a good job of rationing the food. But my... my I would my, not. My, <laughs> Jacob would stress eat all of it. I would. <laughs> my worst subject though in high school was science. That's the only subject. Science. That I just, yeah. Uh, so I don't. I, and and I know that like poop can do some fertilization and stuff like that. But I wouldn't. Have, I, I don't think I would have thought of that. Or I, I might actually, but I don't think I wouldn't have had the water. Right. Yeah. I could have been like potatoes. I got that. I got fertilizer. I can do this. But then I wouldn't have had any water and I would have been screwed. I never would have done all that stuff. Yeah, I think like, okay, what was that movie? Uh, uh, the one that Angelina Jolie directed where they were like on a boat forever. Um, you know, he's holding Changeling? up. The, no, no, no. I don't know. I didn't out? see The one it. just came out uh, where he's holding up the board. Yeah. And was, uh, I can't. That's going to frustrate Awaken. me. Uh, I feel like it's starts with a U for some reason. Unbroken. Unbroken, yes. Uh, unbroken. Okay, remember in the boat and like uh, they come up with a way to get water from the sun like with a little – I would think of that. That like condensation. Condensation, yeah. I, I would think of condensation. That's not enough but water though. But I would never though. know what the like – some, some, Make some H2O, some yeah, actual he, H2O. Yeah. Yeah. He was – he went full will hunting on us. He was a smart dude. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have. Ah, 
to answer your question, <laughs> I would last as long as the rations last. As long as I, I, I would. think I would. I'm going to one up you. I think I will last one week more than you because I weigh you about 100 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> you live off your. I off live your. off my my stored fat. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh my god! <laughs> but I love sort of really probably my favorite element of the whole movie is so that Sean Bean lives. Man versus oh. nature, yeah. Uh, all alone, how do you survive? Because Misty Rachel probably knows this. Like a lot of times, I'll think like, "Ooh, if I was on a deserted island with this food that I have right here, how long would this last me?" God, you ask that could, all the time. Or how I'll long be, do you think you could live off of this piece of beef jerky? Yeah. Or like, <laughs> if you had one apple per day, could you live forever, oh, or would you need more than one apple per day? Or how about half an apple? Could you I live do, four you years? Ask off that of as a would you rather like, in another podcast? Could you live off of a bagel a day? Yeah, <laughs> it's a bagel. <laughs> so, so, anyways, I'm, I'm really, really into that whole like survivor type thing. Even though I suck this at it, this was a good one. This was so good I one. love seeing like figuring out how this man is going to survive. And this would have been a fun top five. We talked about it, but really, there's not a whole lot of. If there are survivor movies, you'd really have to think outside the box and maybe stretch the limits because yeah. this would have been a good top like, five list yeah and i'm i mean since i don't know if we'll do it for a long time castaway probably would have been my number one it definitely would have been my number one i yeah. guess 127 hours would be one uh, speaking of castaway so him talking to the camera i was i was basically saying that's wilson the camera is his wilson Yes. Did y'all yes. ever think of it like that? No, that's a sense. good call. I did yeah. not think about that at all, but that's actually a great call. Yeah, because that's how he can – that's where we – obviously we got our monologues and things like yep. that, but that was his Wilson. That's so true. That's a good call. Mm-hmm. That really is. Uh, so overall, my feelings on, on The Martian, I definitely liked it. Uh, as far as right now goes, it would be one of my top – five-ish movies it, of the it's year. It's in my top ten so far. Yeah, ten. I mean, that's just because because basically here going forward, we're going to be getting a lot of these movies, yeah. and I'm pretty right. excited about this yeah. fall and, and winter. Yeah. So there you are. That is The Martian Review. Uh, wait, anything else you nope. guys like to add? That is The Martian Reviewed by Pulp Fliction. Uh, be sure to go see it if you haven't seen it yet. All of us agree that it is worth a watch. Now it is time for the part of the show where we list what we've been watching this week. One or two things that whether it be movies or TV, anything we've been watching this week, Rachel, I will let Jacob go first this time. You see what he's doing here? It's a switcheroo. <laughs> with our emotions. It's a classic yeah, totally switcheroo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I watched two movies this week, um, one old, one new. Um, which one do you all want to hear first? Old. 2001 A Space Odyssey. It took me two nights to watch it. Because it's so boring, right? Because it's so long. Okay, but so boring. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. And I watched it, every bit of it. I didn't fast forward through any part, except for I forget that the first like five or ten minutes is just black screen, like Lawrence of Arabia, where they just play music, except this one's a lot more boring music than it is in Lawrence of Arabia. Thank you. But that being said... It's a pretty long movie, and it's a pretty. <laughs> and here's the thing: it's a movie of it's a it's a test of will. It's a movie of of um, discipline, because if you were to be, I'm, I mean, I'm not saying this is an amazing like blow you know blow your hair back kind of movie. I mean, it, for 1968 when it came out, yeah. um, you know, no one had ever done this, and still the the, pract- the practical effects are pretty amazing in this movie. But it's like you know what, this is probably be the pace of how things would move in space, how objects or you know machinery would move at a very slow pace. And for that, just like Lawrence of Arabia, it puts you in that element of it's a test, you know, it's a test of discipline. And okay, but 
Does it go a little bit too long? Yes. You know, is it, you know, it, and I don't mean just the movie. I mean like the scenes, the shots. Yes. I mean these are long shots of just it. a cylinder, uh, you know, uh, machinery like a spaceship just moving at a snail's pace, turning yes. to open up a knob. Yes. And I mean we're still like a quarter of the way turning as we're still getting, you know. Yeah, I mean, exactly. And, That's why I can't get through the freaking thing. But there's some beautiful shots, and there's an amazing thing that they did, especially for the time period. I, I really don't. Well, think I get it. I get a set of steak knives if I sit through an insurance <laughs> seminar. But is that worth it? <laughs> uh, I think it's totally worth it. I, I, I still understand what you're saying. It's not. A, it's not an easy watch for anybody, for the most part, and even for a movie hound. I mean. But the colors are beautiful. God, I'll tell you what. Just rewatching that whole, going through the Stargate and then the last ten minutes of the movie. Because even though I know you haven't seen it, I know you at least know about that last. Oh yeah, yeah ten minutes of the yeah. movie and what the heck is going on? I, I know what's going on. Like he's seeing himself. It, it, it's really fascinating and beautiful, and it goes a whole other level of. I don't know. I'm going to botch the words. Theory, uh, meaning of life, uh, philosophy, you know, philosophy. Yeah. I mean, things that are just way beyond my capacity. But uh, it, it is pretty fascinating, especially when the movie just kind of starts off with you know the the origins of a man. And I think it's kind of cool. I mean, how the monolith plays into all that. But you know, it is kind of cool how the discovery. Yeah, of, of, that that was of my favorite part of all the, that, what I've know. seen. But then I'd like you, to see... but then you move that straight into like you know. The future, and uh, it's just a it. It's a beautiful movie, and y'all are giving me a look like you're full of it, Jacob. But it, it, it's amazing. I, I watched this on purpose because I knew we we're going to doing a list about cinematography. Right, I, I definitely did. I just think it's funny that every time you're like, I really liked it. It's kind of, I mean, it kind of oh, tortures you to watch it. Sure. But. Oh, it's more of an appreciation. <laughs> it's it's more of an appreciation. Like, you know, is it going to make my list tonight? I'll tell you right now. No, it's not. You know. It's not, but I certainly have an appreciation for it. So that's more so it. So I, and rewatching because it's been—I guess it's been a long time since I've seen it all the way through. Um, it is definitely—it's just—it's discipline to watch this movie, whether that's good or bad. And torture is a good word in a way, because I wouldn't—I didn't feel like I was being tortured. But there are times where it's like, "Come on, Kubrick, let's go, man!" Yeah, exactly. I mean. <laughs> I, yeah, I appreciate 2001: Space Odyssey the way that Owen Wilson appreciates Sting. Uh, you're happy that exists yeah, yeah don't I, gotta, really watch I don't it, really listen to his music there. but I'm, I'm glad he's out there making it still gotta say you saw it second movie i saw this week was sicario now did you the one you watch this after i texted you i haven't yet so no, i haven't seen it right no. nope not no? Yet. okay okay um it was okay so it's starting real well as far as uh, ratings go um you know i didn't really know how it done at the box office did you happen to notice uh no Actually, I didn't. I I know how The Martian did, but I did not look to see. That's all right. Uh, it's directed by Dennis uh, Villanueva, who um, also directed Prisoners, uh, Enemy. Uh, I liked Prisoners a lot. Did you all like Prisoners? Oh, I, I liked did. Enem- uh, um, Prisoners. A I, whole I never lot. saw Enemy. And, oh, I lo- I heard I good could things do a about whole it. Podcast okay. on Enemy. So apparently, this guy has a style. Usually, very dark. Yes. Very. Yes. Uh, I I think both well, Prisoners. I found out was nominated for uh, cinematography. Yeah, this it movie was, was filmed technically very well, but I was really disappointed in it personally. Um, I thought it was kind of one dimensional. I thought the characters were disappointing. Emily Blunt's character, which we'll have to either talk about this off air or after both of y'all have seen it. But um, there were some great shots in it. But where they decided to go with the characters in this movie really kind of caught me by surprise. And I did not like how they treated 
Emily Blunt's character in the end and really how simple they made Del Toro's and Josh Brolin's. Yes, there was some complexity behind their characters, but at the same time, they were super one-dimensional at the same as, as well. I'll let y'all watch it. Uh, give me back your... I'm curious about your feedback. And anyone online, same thing. Just give, just give us your thoughts. But I was disappointed personally. And the guy I went and saw it with, who he's you know movie hound too, with my buddy Justin, he, all, we were both like, come on, let's get this going. It took an hour to explain, to even get close to what was happening in the movie. And it's a two-hour movie. So 50% of the movie, everyone was in the dark until they finally said, all right, guys, we're going to pull you to the side. Sorry, I may have spoiled a little bit something there, but it's just like, let's go. Let's go. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's surprising. That was, that was, I, got, I was getting really annoyed by that. It started out so well. It's got a great intro. And, and you'll be like, all right, let's, let's see what happens here. Because it, it, it touches on an interesting subject matter, which is um, illegal, illegal immigration. Of course, obviously, more so drugs, drug trafficking, things like that. Um, but Nicho Torrio, I just haven't seen him in, so, in, in very many movies lately because I've always loved him on the screen. Oh, I love And he was good yeah. in this movie, but his character, again, was just I thought was just kind of one-dimensional. Hmm. And I, I see there's some underlying themes in it, but um, I want you all to check it out. When you watch it, get back to me on it. Yeah, I'm, I'm disappointed to hear that just because I'm actually pretty pumped about it. For that reason, I'm, I'm a big Benicio Del Toro fan. I like Josh Brolin. Uh, Emily Blunt's just fine to look at and she's actually really really coming on yeah she is she is you take this movie um uh, what is it live die repeat which i would rather call it that than what <laughs> it actually is such a better title yeah um i think i thought she was great in devil world's prada and uh oh uh she looper was. looper yeah, yeah she was like she's pretty awesome yeah she's she's a good actress and for, especially apparently she's an action actress which is cool she's good yeah but I'm just – I've seen so many good things about this as far as reviews go. Uh, so I'm, I'm really maybe, surprised. Maybe I'm the minority because I listened to another podcast shortly after this and they all loved it. And so maybe it's me. But I like this director. I like – you know, I liked Prisoners. I haven't seen Enemy yet. You Apparently you liked oh, it. Oh, I love it. You know, this guy really has got good. something going for him for sure uh, just for this movie. I think it will be gotten in five years personally. Since, since I haven't seen this but I've seen Enemy, let me just take a moment. Watch Enemy – because we need to talk about it. Enemy, for me, I watched it, and it was probably the biggest like WTF movie I'd ever seen. Like, what what just happened? What did I just watch? And I and there's this, like, 30-minute uh, YouTube video where, where they dissect everything that happens in this movie and, like, all the, uh, the imagery and what the symbolism and things like that. And after I watched this video completely turned me around on it and it was like one of my favorite movies of the year okay so watch enemy is my is well, my response to your be advised this is certainly a graphic movie certainly especially in the, the the beginning the opening scene um be prepared for that which you know prisoner was like that too i'm sure enemy is as well yeah good flick i mean <laughs> yeah, that, um that's not it, what you just it was well done. <laughs> Frustrating flick is more like it. There you go. Okay. Could have been a good flick. Uh, that's just it. That to me is a missed opportunity. Rachel, what have you been watching lately? Jacob will be very happy to hear that I watched Goodfellas. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's hear. Let's hear. About okay. It. Well, I thought it was a really good movie. Probably slightly overhyped since for the last well, month sure and a half, I've been, uh, you know, being at ground into like, this is one of the greatest movies of all time. Yeah. Um, but no, it was a very good movie. 
I don't. I guess I don't want to spoil it. Although everybody should have seen Goodfellas, but you know, spoiler. I hadn't. I think it's BS if you haven't seen Goodfellas. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it was weird that I was watching the story of a rat. I didn't know I was watching a rat the whole time. Oh. And because um, because you're ingrained and like don't rat. That's like the worst thing that you can do. Don't be a rat. At the end, I was kind of like, "Oh man!" Like disappointed in him. Out. Yeah, so, yeah, because he became like, so paranoid. As did well, many no, I mean, I really, I, but but I really did think they were going to kill him. Oh, uh, I mean, I got the impression that he actually he was probably right. I mean, I think he was paranoid, but I also think he was right about a lot of stuff. And I don't think he would have come back from Florida. So, uh, well, am I wrong? You're no, both, no, no, you're no, 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 no. You're right. I agree. Um, so, yeah. So. Um, and, and I I believe the helicopter was probably following him, and I uh, they obviously had his phone tapped and all those things. So how you know the scene uh, when that that morning it's May eleventh, nineteen eighty. It's the day I was born. Oh <laughs> well, well, well. Really? Yeah, that's cool. Day. That was, that was kind of cool. That is awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, the day that what's his name was paranoid as hell, coked up. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, I thought it was a really good movie. I'd give it a ten. But somehow I still feel like I was overhyped on it. So when com- it was, what's so fascinating to me about Goodfellas when comparing it to The Godfather, which it's hard to compare they're the two. They're two totally different two movies. two totally different movies. Yeah. So like, was there anything, were there any elements about The any elements about the Godfather that you liked over, sorry, were there any elements about Goodfellas that you may have liked over Godfather? Because I know you love The Godfather. Yes. But I like the fast editing, the fast movement, the music, all things like that. I mean, all that was great, but to say, did I like that over... Were there, like, characters? Were there dialogue? You know, was there anything that you're like, oh, that's kind of cool? I mean, it was certainly more bloody, in my opinion. Like, I'm just like... it was, it was. throwing the stones here, Rachel. It was. (laughs) I mean, I had a... I mean, you just threw that question at me. It's not something that I even thought about. Right. Uh, Robert De Niro's character is probably my favorite character of all of them. Right. Um, Tommy, I mean, Tommy. Well, uh, Joe Joe Pesci's... I mean, he's... In a way, tough to watch because he's—he is tough to watch. He's so mean. I like he his is, character. His, he's got so much energy. Like too. you like him, but then other times you're like, oh, like yeah. why? And like, why again, did like, you? Like, like Brandon said a week or so ago, like Ray Liotta carries this movie. This is his movie, not anybody right. else's. Right. But it's just kind of not. It, it doesn't really come off like that in the beginning. But like Ray Liotta is just fascinating in it. Yeah, yes. he is. Um, and he had a pretty decent run there in, in the '90s because of this movie, obviously. But no role ever like this for him no. again. And he was fantastic. Yeah. Everybody was great. It, I, I love, you know, there's so many characters in this movie, so many people that you get to keep up with. And Godfather's like that as well. Uh, this is a movie I don't like. I don't mind watching on subtitles because it's like, okay, who's who again? Right. There's a lot of that going on. Just a, another element that, that I think we all enjoy about some of these mafia movies where whether it's, you know, Godfather or Goodfellas. And just the... The organized crime that goes behind it—it's yep. it's pretty fascinating, and and um, I'm glad you finally watched it. I knew it was coming soon because God, you can only take so finally much, right? Watched it. What are we going to harp on next? So much abuse. <laughs> what are we going to start harping on next? <laughs> um, the other thing I watched this week was the visit, which is the M Night Shyamalan yeah. movie. Yes, which I'm so glad you watched it. Brandon, so now we're two Brandon, out of three. Brandon is not wrong. This movie is really good. Better than what Thank it seems. You. It's really good. I don't know. I it has to be backlash from him. That it's gotten That's the only reviews. thing that makes sense. It's the only it reason is, I haven't seen well. it. Is, it is really funny, and it is legitimately creepy. Like, it's really creepy, and the twist is really good and smart, and, like, at some point, I, the twist had occurred to me, but then things didn't... You know, it's just so well-crafted that it's very difficult to figure out. Brandon, you didn't really think of it, did you? 
Uh, no, Did it cross your mind at no, all? No, no, I didn't. know. I was completely, I was completely shocked by the twist. Well, I had, but I, but then after it happened, you're like, ah, you got me again. It Shyamalan, crossed like, my you, mind, you, but then <laughs> all these other things played out, and I was like, nah, that's wrong. And then when you figure out the twist, I was like, oh, well, that's totally logical, too. Yeah. So, uh, I definitely recommend that people go see the visit. It's it was, just getting a bad rap for I, for whatever because reason. it was M Night Shyamalan yeah. because he's done so many stinkers. But yeah, it's but it, good. But it it's really so is good. But and that's the kid why it, actors that's are why good. It's probably getting that. And the grandparents are good. I mean, Nana. Nana was good. Nana and Pop Pop. Yeah. yeah um, Pop Pop. But yes, like, like Brandon, I will, I'm on a mission to tell people to watch this movie because it's a good movie. I have. So, you, me, Misty, my friend Ryan, my sister in law, Leslie, Ryan's wife. Um, Alex is seeing it this weekend. Um, but I'm saying all these people have seen it. Eight people have seen it. No, no, no. What I'm saying is every single person that I know that has watched it loved it. And not just oh. liked it. Like, dude, this is so good. Like, really, really liked it. Uh, and we're, they were all surprised that they liked it so much. Probably because they've been conditioned to think that, oh, now, Shyamalan's movies uh, are now Metacritic give us 34. Yeah, so we're Rotten Tomatoes, I know it's only a 63%. Right. 55 yeah, meta, yeah, 50, for, for, for Metascore, 55 is not bad. It's kind of like 63% on Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, it's fresh, but but to me, it should be like like it's like an 80s type movie. Like, it should be in the 80s percentile. Uh, I mean, I'd give it an 8.5. Yeah, that, that's probably what... It's really good. Yeah, the Visit or The Martian? It. I actually like The Visit more. I did, too. Yeah, Okay. I guess I'll take it out of eventually. Did. Now you're not going to like it as much. No, as, I definitely would. <laughs> and out the Martian like is like much. you know it's it's a smart movie and it's and it's so well crafted and things like that. This is a much smaller movie, but for what it is, I mean, I was more entertained by the visit. Me too. Uh, it got some some real visceral responses for me. Like I was going to say, uh, I actually laughed more at the visit than I did the Martian, even though the Martian had a lot of. Humor in it. I mean, and there was then a I lot was more legitimately scared. Yeah. I was a lot more scared for these people's lives. Uh, I jumped a couple of times. I didn't because I'm not a little girl like Brandon. <laughs> but uh, but there were legit. I Don't was go like, watch a movie with me. Don't ask me to leave. I was like, oh, there's like some really creepy things happening. So, anyways, see well, the cool. visit. I agree with Brandon yes. on that. Absolutely. I'm so glad. Did you? you oh, did you all watch um, the second? Uh, Muppets show I did. yet? You did, mm-hmm. and I, I think I'm done now. So just you, wow. okay? Wow. I just want to know. Have you watched I didn't, it yet? No, nope, not yet. It, I'm just, I, I still haven't either. had a chance. To. I didn't laugh once. Okay, so that's just me. That's a bummer. I don't know. I mean, I I'm have so, the third so episode recorded. I haven't turned it off. Like I haven't turned off my DVR from it yet. So, dang it, I, I might what, watch I the, the third one, but is. I'm just not it. Rotten Tomatoes, it finally got certified fresh at 65, so just barely fresh. But if you read the reviews, they're not overwhelmingly good. They're just kind of like, uh, this, they need to be careful about keeping the heart of the Muppets or this thing's going to go off the rails, but still fresh. So all of the, the reviews weren't like super good. Okay. They were just enough to, to make it fresh. Just I was just curious. Okay, cool. It's a serious bummer. I'm really, really that was. I was so looking forward to that. I just don't want them to ruin the Muppets for me if they come out with another yeah. fun movie. I don't, I don't think want to you think would ever of ruin them. the Muppets personally. I, well, I, I see what you're saying. I would just ignore that this happened as well. I'm not, I'm not I just, but if I get Muppets. used to like, them, it was a good effort, way, but never mind. Yeah. If I get used to them this way, and then I watch another Muppets movie, I might have a different opinion of the Muppets. Yeah. 
Like they're a bunch of Muppets are a bunch of jerks. Especially that Kermit, man. I'll never hang out with him again. <laughs> He's the kind of guy that would like hang out with you and just like totally leave you at the bar. <laughs> that guy. Yeah, He's what a that jerk. frog. Yeah. No even get started on that Fozzie character. All right, anyway. How about you, Brennan? Um, actually I've I've watched some shows. I've I've you know, I'm so glad that Goldbirds is back. I'm really enjoying Screen Queens. We've talked about each of those. Um Really, the only other thing I want to mention, and just because it's so indie and it was it was different, uh, is a movie called Lost After Dark. Uh, it's it's just a little, it's an homage to '80s slasher flicks. It's a brand new movie. Uh, you can watch it on Amazon.com. Uh, really, it's no name cast except for uh, strangely enough, Robert Patrick from Terminator Two is in it uh, as as the principal. But uh, it's basically just just a throwback to old uh, '80s slasher flicks. Yeah, the the reviews on it are terrible on on IMDb. It's only How did got, you hear about it? Um, I'm I'm just really into indie horror movies, and so like this has been talked about because it's the people who get it seem to like it. I liked it. Rachel watched it. I know uh, because um, she was next to me as I watched it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. It I was see. fun. It's not like any. It's not a great movie or no, anything. No, no, but if you like eighty slashers, then you'll enjoy it. Well, exactly. Enough. That's what I'm saying. I just wanted to mention it, just just so we could be that cool podcast that mentioned this obscure <laughs> homage to eighty slasher flicks. But there's a good sect of people that are really into like indie horror movies. Yes, or sl- like eighty slashers. It's a, it's so it's a worth big mentioning. Sub genre. It, it is. really is genre. <laughs> genre. <laughs> uh, so no, it's it's worth watching if you like that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's fun. It's a fun little rom. <laughs> read this description in this clever homage to 80s slasher films a group of teenager teenagers looking to party gets stranded when the ride breaks down and end up being stalked by a cannibalistic killer yeah that's exactly what yeah, i think you hit all the buzzwords yeah i did and, and you'll never watch it you don't need to watch it because you nah. don't like horror films so you won't it's not a good enough movie to recommend to watch i would only recommend it to to horror movie fans um uh, but it, it it is a fun movie. I mean, there's things like the missing reel because it, it looks very eighties, like like the film stock, and there's like pops and things like that, kind of like Grindhouse did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the characters are very eighties. They look eighties. The kills are 80s. fun. The kills are fun, like the old eighty, mm-hmm. and they make really dumb decisions, and their their dialogue <laughs> is dumb, like eighties. Like a lot of it. I'll back, be right like, back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that like I honestly think it's it's only got a four point seven right now from seven hundred and fifteen viewers. And I really think that a lot of them just didn't get what they were going Probably. for. Like a lot of the stuff that was dumb was purposely dumb. Right. Uh, because it was supposed to be like an 80s, 80s slasher flick. Uh, uh, but they do turn, they do twist some things. They do. They, there's some twists that you do not see coming where we were all like, whoa. Yeah. There, there was, was a fun. couple times that they, we were like, turned, I can't they believe they did that. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's. It's good. I think I gave it a seven just because I enjoyed it. Realistically, it's probably a five or six, yeah. but I enjoyed it. But so it's, a, it's it a, a fun seven. movie to watch. Cool. I just wanted to bring it up. That is Pulp Fiction. Be sure to listen. We're all really excited. And by we all, I mean Jacob, excited about our top five <laughs> list this week. Because The Martian uh, was so pretty to look at, we decided to count down our top five movies with great cinematography this week on our top five podcast yeah everyone's really excited <laughs> <laughs> this just 
be forewarned, this podcast is going to be 90% Jacob and uh, 5% Brandon, 5% Rachel. Thanks for tuning in this week to Pulp Fliction. <laughs>